Welcome to the Cairo Radio Rundown, the podcast where we collect all the hosts' takes on the biggest stories of the day and force them to compete involuntarily. There are no winners or losers except for the ones you decide in your own head. I'm Jake Rummel, by day, the producer of the Tom and Curly Show, and by night, your tour guide on the safari that is the Cairo Radio political landscape. Today we have breaking news regarding Initiative I-976, maybe more commonly known as the $30 car tabs measure. This news came down at around 8.30 a.m., and reporter Hannah Scott was the one that broke into Seattle's Morning News to tell them about it. I'm going to play what that sounded like because I think live breaking news is always exciting and it gives me less planning to do. Breaking news. We are anticipating a decision from the state Supreme Court today on whether the voter approved $30 car tabs will stand. And it sounds like we may have a decision. Let's go to Cairo Radio's Hannah Scott live. Yes, Colleen, I just got off the phone with the Seattle City's Attorney's Office. This decision has come down, and $30 car tab measure, it, it will you will not be paying $30 car tabs. The uh, state Supreme Court has found that the initiative uh, violated several rules, one being it, that it log-rolled, in other words, vi- uh, violated the single-subject rule by including too many different issues in that initiative. They also found that the ballot title was inaccurate, thereby misleading some of the voters. Bottom line is, your car tab are going to remain what they are. Dave Ross talked to Hannah Scott a little bit more about this later, and it helped me when they attempted to clarify the constitutionality of the initiative and how they determined that. If that's the case, if you cannot require $30 tabs and also require that the bonds basically be, uh, what, called in because that's two subjects, that means you either have to run two separate initiatives mm-hmm. or you can't do this ever again. Right. And and I would think that this leaves over again, having went through this in, in its entirety. But those seem to be the issues that we're talking about, just the singles subject rule and the ballot title being inaccurate. So those two things are the things that were found unconstitutional. And the reason that this has been shot down, it certainly would not. And I don't believe uh, keep Tim Iman or anyone else, for that matter, from trying. Trying to get another initiative on a ballot at some point in the future where you separated those things out and, and tried again. But that's not anything that's going to give anyone any relief anytime soon. Here's my personal favorite bit of Seattle's morning news's coverage. That is so hard to say because you've got the whole team, Dave, Hannah, Sully, and Colleen O'Brien, all grappling with what this news means for the future. Let me ask both of you one more question then. Is there anything, because people are going to be really angry about this, is there anything the legislature can do to make this tax seem fairer? and to uh, persuade people that they, they get value for their money. They could change the valuation system to what was, uh, you know, originally asked. Some of the things mm-hmm. that we saw, you know, uh, exa- to closer to Kelly Blue Book, basically, right? To to exactly yeah. what Kelly Blue Book is, because that uninflates the the car tab uh, fees that you end up paying. I was going to say it will also take some intestinal fortitude and actual leadership out of the governor's office to basically do what Governor Locke did back in the day, call the legislature yeah. back and say, listen. We know it's terrible. The Supreme Court did this, but this is what the voters wanted, and let's make it happen. But that is not going to happen out of the current legislature and out of the governor's office. Well, in reading Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin's statement, too, saying justice for Seattle voters, you know, if you're one of those voters who wanted $30 car tabs, which in many counties that was the case, it sounds tone deaf to say this is justice for voters. So was it Seattle that actually voted it down? I remember there was a a slim municipality that said, no, we're okay with paying hundreds of dollars. 
No, well, the King County voters on the whole definitely voted against $30 car tabs as, uh, you know, conversely, they voted very much for ST3, which is what led to our, our inflated car tabs. Um, so that was definitely it. But that's one of the other arguments here, too, is that you put this, this affected mostly people in the, in the uh, ST3 district, right? The, the, the people who have to pay for that light rail extension. But this vote on $30 car tabs was put out across the state. Right. So you had state voters uh, kind of deciding for things that really impact those of us here in the Puget Sound area and in that transit district. So uh, that's something that I think might be uh, argued in the future against this kind of a a vote. Okay, going to move chronologically through this one and hit Jean Ursula next, who voted differently on I-976 originally, but found their reaction to this court decision was similar. I will admit that I actually voted against $30 car taps. Mm -hmm. So before you start sending me nasty grams, though, Mm -hmm. people... Because it has been approved by voters, I think this is outrageous. See, one one thing I respect about you, Ursula, is that from the very beginning of this conversation with $30 tabs, you're like, hey, gee, I just want to let you know that I did vote in favor. I did vote against that, right? So I respect that. But then you've also come on here and said, even though you voted one way, you actually did come out and say, well, the people voted, yes. and the people should be hurt. So- and elections should have consequences, and the people voted, and they said they're done with the skyrocketing card tabs, and they want them to be $30. If you've been following G. Scott at all over the last couple of years, you probably know he's really passionate about this issue. So he obviously had a lot to say. My favorite thing about this clip is he starts out saying he's not that mad about it and then ends by apologizing for getting too angry. It's very funny to me. Let me simplify. I'm not as mad as I thought I was going to be because this is more... Uh, it's not not that bad. It all boils down to one simple thing, Ursula. It boils down to the people that are in power are doing what they want and not what we want. This happens on all levels of government. All the time, we the people, we feel like our voices are being heard. But at the end of the day, the truth of the matter is, a lot of times, our voices fall on deaf ears. You see what I'm saying? Oh, our yeah. voices and fall that should on be deaf outrageous. ears. And, and it always seems like there's money that's exchanged at the top, and it's people doing their jobs. And then when it's time to campaign and run, what are the first thing that people say when they campaign and run? I'm going to do for you. I'm going to do whatever you want. I'm going to be for the people. And then you get to the top and you do exactly the opposite of what the people are. So my emotion is not just tied to $30 tabs. Understand that. It's tied to everything else. And the last point that I want to make, considering that we're talking about money during a pandemic, something that a lot of people don't have, you would think, you would think that this would be a time to take an L to the our leaders but then they want to say well well what about all this and what about all that what about a global pandemic and a public health crisis in which businesses are closing down every single day unemployment has issues i tell you who doesn't have a problem with getting money people overseas no problem getting money from the esd do they so yes i apologize for my emotion but sometimes you got to put your foot down and say enough is enough and i'm sick and tired of the people not being listened to as we moved into the afternoon we started to get more reaction from local political figures on this here's jack stein filling in for dory monson interviewing state senator steve oban one of the things that i was having difficulty understanding is that this passes by a majority about 53 percent 
And then all of a sudden there's this technicality that comes out of nowhere that says, well, this wasn't worded correctly. And as a result, it was somehow deceptive or somehow inappropriate. And thus it must be struck down. Um, could you walk me through if you could maybe tell me what exactly that that rationale was? Well, I don't agree with the rationale, but I'll do my best to reconstruct it. And um, l- let's remind your listeners that it's the attorney general's office which actually writes the ballot title here. So the Supreme Court is taking issue with a ballot title written by a government uh, entity, not with the sponsors. And that um, what the Supreme Court says is that it was misleading and violated the single subject rule, which is pretty much the basis that they used to invalidate the, the first through our car tabs initiative 20 uh, years ago. Uh, I do not believe uh, that the average voter was misled. Uh, as to the impact of the $30 card tabs initiative 976. They knew that they were voting themselves a substantial reduction in the wake of ST3, Sound Transit's initiative to expand light rail, um, that they were enraged by their car tab taxes going up two, three times uh, because of Sound Transit, and that's what they intended to reverse. And they, so they knew full well what they were doing when they went to the polls, polls and overwhelmingly passed 976. We also heard from Tim Iman. He spoke to the news desk. I can't remember if we've established this already, but Tim Iman's the guy who's behind the whole thing, the initiative 976. This is clearly a political decision, not a legal decision. The voters very clearly knew exactly what they were voting on. And I guess the most maddening to me is that this dishonest, artificially inflated vehicle valuation schedule that's taxing vehicles like a $10,000 car, like it's worth 25000 The voters have repealed that valuation schedule three different times, and yet it's still the law today. It's just maddening. And this was Iman's advice to people that are angry about the ruling. You want to know what you can do immediately? Refuse to actually renew your car tabs. Mine are expired. They have been for the last year. Uh, they expired in October of 2019. There's no way they're getting any money out of me until they're actually $30. Second thing we can do, absolutely, we can do another initiative. That's no problem doing that. I ended up selling off my retirement fund to help get the last one qualified for the ballot, and I'm fresh out of retirement funds. Uh, So we'll have to uh, go forward uh, a different way with that one. But one way or another, the voters are going to get this policy. We're just going to have to keep fighting for it. Okay, next up, Tom and John, on for your afternoon drive. Once again, they're talking to reporter Hannah Scott, who was kind of the point man for the whole station on this. Uh, the Attorney okay. General, uh, Bob Ferguson, is the one that has to approve these, right? Uh, yes. Uh, so, Mr. Ferguson, who would like to be governor or something else in the state of Washington, did he not see that this thing wasn't going to pass muster? Uh, I believe that they had tweaked it a couple of times and there was actually possibly even some court action over it. Uh, ultimately, though, I think it, it, that uh, also the secretary of state gets involved in that. I don't know the exact legalities of that. Yeah. OK. I mean, did, maybe they knew that it wasn't going to fly. They let it go out anyway just to have it crash and burn on the runway. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I don't think it's set up in that way where that could be something that happens. Uh, again, it has to go through the secretary of state's office and there was some back and forth. And, and I. I think there was maybe, like I said, even some court action to make it get exactly where it is. Uh, the problem is everybody on both sides really, uh, the, how was it put to me earlier? They kind of shop around for the exact precise wording that they want to be mm-hmm. able to use to uh, get, 
just get away with what exactly they can to, to get it out there. But this has been hashed out through the court so many times in the past. Tim Iman really thought he had it worked out this time, that he had addressed all of the issues of uh, the state Supreme Court rulings in prior initiatives mm-hmm. for car, for $30 car tabs. Yeah. Okay. Tom was also curious how this managed to happen again when this wasn't Iman's first rodeo. What I don't understand is if the people that want this passed want $30 car tab, why they make it multiple... F- they're trying to do too much. I don't understand why they can't just make it a single issue instead of always trying to add more for a political purpose because it backfires on them. And that's a really good question, and I don't understand that either. I, th- I remember uh, trying to get that answer out of Tim Iman way earlier in this process be- because you're absolutely right. Like, I-, I don't know why you couldn't just do, I mean, you know, the, the sound transit was the big issue here. That's why mm-hmm. yeah. so many people's car tabs went up. So why don't you just do that? Well, possibly, I think, because that really only applies to people in the sound, ta- uh, sound transit taxing district, yeah. and this yeah. is a statewide vote. So I think they need, uh, and this, I'm speculating here, but I think that they needed yeah. the outside of the of the taxing district vote in order to get this passed you know what i mean i don't think you want just the local vote you know the thing is because you can't do initiatives just for a county say or three for a tri-county oh well that actually makes some sense though oh that makes sense you're welcome they're trying to get they're trying that's good they're trying to get something you know that's going to impact three counties but they don't have an initiative process for a tri-county so they have to go statewide so then they have to come up with some justification for the state right and that's why you end up getting multiple things oh that's interesting okay well that was something we've never done before on the rundown but here at Cairo, we do have a couple sister stations one of them is 770 ktth it's a conservative talk station, and obviously they've been going bananas over this court case for months. So I thought I'd grab a clip from Todd Herman. He's their morning show host over there. <laughs> uh, kidding. That's a clip from the Hulk, from the movie The Incredible Hulk. This is the real Todd Herman, who sounds much more subdued, but he admits he's working very hard to suppress his rage. What the Washington so-called Washington State Supreme Court has done today is a coup against the people. It it, it is nothing less than a coup against the people. What I'm tempted to say, I I will fight mightily to not say. If you're out of the area, this is an initiative passed by about 68% of voters. It was very simple. We wanted $30 car tabs. You've made them illegal three times against the will of the people. This passed. It's a very simple initiative, and these liars, and they are liars, on the, it's not a court. The Washington State Star Chamber have have rejected this law that, that the people of Washington State passed for two pretenses, both of which are filth and garbage, balderdosh, nonsense. So... That's the Cover Radio Rundown for October 15th, 2020. The Rundown is produced, edited, mixed, and hosted by me, Jake Rummel. The past couple episodes, I've been offering to personally tutor anyone that wants to subscribe to the show and doesn't know how. I've said you can contact me on Twitter to get that personal tutelage. I just realized today, probably not a ton of people that know how to use Twitter but don't know how to subscribe to podcasts. But anytime you want a link to the latest episode, just text the word RUNDOWN to 98973. Maybe that'll help. You don't always have time to listen to every Cairo radio show, but you'll always have time for the Cairo Radio Rundown. See you on Tuesday. Filth and garbage. Balderdosh. Nonsense.